0: Windows. name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes radio show. It's not free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. three eight five six four five five three seven five. It's Miller time. What is that, Leo? Twelve hands in a row, Dukes, you son of a bitch, nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the Big Silly, Chad Dukes, Charlie, Hope Alpha, Delta,
1: yeah, Dukes, dig it! There but for the grace of God, it was me. Where the nickel-sized hell, and the I'm damage can
0: win. When, Roll over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kick our windows in. And when the law showed up said they gonna have to take us
2: many thanks to the pie tasters for one of the two official theme songs of the chat Duke show I am much appreciated to them by all their albums friendos they are good people and they make happy good time and music welcome to the program everybody it is your free I like to call it the appetizer sampler of the Chad Duke show. I'm your host with the most big shoot on the shoot with a shot in the a shot in the beer, shake Pour iron city lights for all he is. I'm joined by Gigantor, my executive producer. Hello, Tor. How are you? Uh, pretty chipper today. A chipper? Yeah, pretty good day for me. Why is that, my friend? Weathers get a little bit warmer. It is warmer out there. I know you like being cozy, and uh, this isn't cozy weather, but uh, you can be cozy now just wearing a pair of gym shorts and a shirt, so you got to be steamed about that. Um, we had a really good week of shows, didn't we? I thought this was a very solid week. Very strong, even uh, if there were a couple moments where i was not oh, at my best yes <laughs> um, i'd say overall it was a very good week do you appreciate the fact that i chose not to share that here on the free episode that is something that only the subscribers of com are going to hear yeah i <laughs> uh it's it's almost indescribable So, Tor put a sex pervert in my chair. Uh, I still don't have a mic screen because he had a sex pervert sitting in my chair hosting a sex pervert show. So, yeah, it got a little rocky there in the middle of the week. But uh, we came on out through of it on the other side, and here we are on a good-looking Friday, everybody. Broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solitudes in the beautiful city of Fairfax, Virginia, courtesy of... uh Well, of course, we're here because of Monk's Barbecue at their leisure. Uh, Love them at their pleasure, too. You got to get pleasure anytime you're going out to Monk's Barbecue in Percival. Absolutely spectacular food and service uh, tour I picked up. I went out to Monk's on Wednesday for Whiskey Wednesday. They had the, the Flying Ace bourbon. It was absolutely delicious. I picked up a tipped cow carrot cake ice cream pie. That is sitting in my freezer at home and when i tell you I, I i think back when i was like 16 or 17 and you were just about to get the sex for the first time like the anticipation you'll never know a feeling like that ever again you still get it i mean as an adult before you're gonna somebody gonna rock and knock the boots you're gonna dump low and brow down the side of some hugs which is what tor likes to do um but that first time where you're like oh my god because you're a little nervous and you're also excited when i open the freezer this morning after getting back from monks and i take a look in that freezer and i see that carrot cake ice cream pie the anticipation i have of just sinking my teeth into that bad boy because my wife ain't getting none of it it's a very similar feeling to hitting skins to amnesia for the first time it's very difficult to describe it's
3: for pie, fantastic yeah, on its own.
2: Bring me pie. That's what I say.
3: The tipped cow creamery ice cream.
2: There's no comparison. It's the best. I feel bad for ice cream in the grocery store now, man. Like I go to the grocery store and I look at all the ice cream. I'm like, well, the only reason why people buy this shit is because they don't they've never been out there to get the, the tipped cow stuff. It, um, the Samoa ice cream. Oh my God. Is my, do I still have some here, by the way?
3: It's real. Uh, did
2: you? I think real, I still have some here. I might have God. some right after the show, to be honest with you. <laughs> just absolutely. It's, I mean, it's real. I mean, it's Samoa's. They yeah. just they just dump Samoas into an ice cream machine.
3: It's insane. You're eating Samoas. You're eating
2: good. I, it's yeah, yeah. I'm steamed. Yeah. I'm steamed up. God. Uh monks is good. Uh, good people. Uh, great barbecue. Great ice cream. They got they got the, the booze. They got all. Over. They got the Eagle Air Seventeen. I get steamed the f up. Okay, uh, we had a great week of shows. Uh, guys, you can get a show every day from me. Uh, if you miss me, you don't have to. I get this every day, To Like, I miss you on the radio. I miss you on the radio. Like, well, I get it, but you don't have to. Uh, you just go and subscribe on show.com, You get a fresh episode. And look, uh, I thought I did a good job doing Sports Talk Radio. You know, I prepared. I worked hard. It was a job. I treated it as such. But these shows are so much better than those shows that it really isn't even a comparison. And I think if you sign up, you're gonna get a taste here today on the free episode we do on each and every Friday. So thank you uh, to those of the subscribed and took, taking the time to leave a nice five star review on you know Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. It is much appreciated. All that helps. But uh, hopefully, if you uh, you know you're, you're right now you're looking at our Instagram. We're posting the booty shots, we're posting the pictures of us getting into our sexy dresses. But if you want that. OnlyFans action, that hot, sexy OnlyFans action, you got to go on over to ChadDukeShow.com and subscribe for the meat and potatoes. And you get to hear not only Spider Clamp make a horse's ass of himself this week, Orgy Beard making a horse's ass of himself, but even the Cold Soldier, Young Gigantor make a horse's ass of himself. The horse's assery is at an all-time high. On the Chad Duke Show this week, uh, what are we going to hear though, uh, Gigantor? We had some, uh, we had some, some of my favorite people in the whole entire world stop by the studio this week.
3: Yeah, we have uh, Reverend Peyton and uh, Breezy who stopped in. We, you'll be hearing from them from on, the Big Damn Band on uh, this week's sampler platter, and then uh, Kong vs Godzilla. You'll hear me. Uh, I guess completely admit that Duke's is right. About you don't like doing that. Everything you, uh, in that movie. Thank you, thank you.
2: Just not just, just that movie though, right? You can't admit that I'm right with everything. Well, you were right about some other stuff this week. Well, to <laughs> Batman begins for the first time this week. After he told me he's seen The Dark Knight Rises seven or eight times, I don't understand anything. But you finally caught up with uh, Kong versus Godzilla, which did gangbusters at the box office. We had a fun conversation about that. Revan Breezy stopped by. And I also think we talked uh, some football. Um, this uh, crazy over-under for, I think, I think what spawned it was the over-under on New Orleans Saints wins for twenty. 20- Twenty wasn't that it yeah and then we
3: spiraled into the entire dumpster fire that's the nfc south with the exception of the buccaneers and what they're going to be and it's always fun to to, you know kick the hell out of taysom hill
2: well it's also when you listen to this segment i i want to give you credit tor you said vegas must know something we don't about the panthers because we thought the over under on the panthers wins was actually higher than it would they traded for sam darnold about 12 hours after you said that either you like sam Darnold or you don't i think he could potentially be an upgrade and their offseason has been incredibly aggressive so uh we talk about that as well yeah i mean we still talk we're gonna talk about football on the show i like football we talk about stuff that we like about we, we, we like and enjoy so that's something you can expect a uh, quick plug before we get to it because there ain't nothing to it but to do it uh tonight if you're listening to this on a friday we do a free facebook live stream each and every friday on facebook it's a Facebook.com/slash Show. So if you have, I know Facebook. A lot of you, are, you know, you feel a certain way about Facebook. I get it. But if you want to just start the bogus profile, so you can come in and watch, it's uh, it's free. And they're absolutely batshit crazy shows. Last week was batshit crazy, and uh, this week we're culminating in a three-week promotion. We are giving away an Xbox Series X next-generation console on the Friday night Hootenanny, is what we call it. The Chad Duke Show Friday night Hootenanny. So that'll be tonight uh on facebook if you're listening on friday and if not you can listen you know some other friday from now but they're fun shows tour it's a
3: toxic relationship because at the end of the night it's this is the last one everybody hope a lot of anger it. and then the Hurt next feelings week, you know tuesday rolls around we're like hey you it's, know. it's like a hangover man you're like i'll never <laughs>
2: fucking drink again i'll <laughs> never drink again you know you have yourself a couple tacos a few hours go by you drink some gatorade all right maybe i'll drink tonight you know who knows So, Friday Night Hoot Daddy, this Friday, uh, tonight, if you're listening on Friday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on Chad Duke's show on Instagram. Without further ado, let's get you caught up on the stuff you missed during the week from your pal Big Shoot screaming into the internet.
3: The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So, click the shop tab on ChadDukeShow.com for show t shirts and koozies.
2: It's the Chad Duke Show. Of course, you've heard that song that introduces my show, and it was recorded by the fine people that are now sitting live in the fortress of solid dudes. Breezy and Reverend Peyton are with us. Reverend Peyton's big-cam band in the building. Lady, gentlemen, so great to have you here. Thank you so much for making the trip.
1: Good to see you, buddy. We haven't it's seen great your face. It's great to be here. This is the longest we've gone without seeing your face. How many times do you guys
2: usually come through D.C.?
1: Couple times a year, Yeah, at Cause, least. Yeah,
2: because I'm always like, oh, I never go that long without. And then I'll sometimes I'll see you down at the Outer Banks. I mean, like, yeah. So, yeah. I always figure like i want to see him at least three times during the year. It has been bizarre not seeing you guys. In I know, man. In this it's area.
0: been it's been bizarre not seeing so many people. It's been very very strange, and it's been it's been a hard year, brother. I mean, that's many, all there is to it.
2: How many friends? Because I imagine you got not Chad Dukes is in every market, but you got
0: people that you every time they come through, it's like, well, I'm going to be at every show. That's right, and yep.
2: that's got to be really weird. Not I feel like that. I've been a
0: bad friend because. I'm so used to just traveling around and I would run into my, like people I know, my friends that are around the world, right? And instead of reaching out to them like a good friend would do, sure. I have been like, it's like I've just circled the wagons and been treading water just trying to survive in the last last 385 days or whatever. I get that.
2: And maybe I take it. I feel very lucky because I get to talk to you guys quite a bit, which is nice, but man i tell you what i I was in the movie theater the other day and i was sitting there i was like god bless this feels good to be in a movie theater then i said imagine what a concert would feel like (laughs) Like, imagine going out now i I looked at your website it looks good by the way i love the redesign i heard you have a very talented graphic artist now that's designing (laughs) album covers for you yeah
1: he's got some time on his hands (laughs) rev Rev
2: actually uses his time constructively he doesn't play a marvel strike force on his phone um You guys have dates,
0: I saw on there. Yeah, they're
1: slowly but surely, you know. What is that like now?
0: So it's going to be trickling back. And at first, there's going to be, you know, sort of uh, like restrictions, right? Uh, Capacity restrictions. There's going to be, you know, mask restrictions, all those kinds of things. And they're trickling back. And when you have a show that normally you have full capacity, but now it's only going to be twenty five percent capacity, we'll do the math there on the money. Man, you got to tell me. So the, the the people are talking to me like, "Oh, good, you're you're going to be okay. You're gonna, the shows are coming back." I'm like, "Man, they're trickling back. I don't think shows are going to make money for months."
1: Yeah, I, I don't think we'll really make money off touring and probably until the late fall.
0: That's what we think. <laughs> It's even tough. though even though we're doing shows, and but we, we got
1: to be playing. I mean, we got to. Oh, I know. Well,
0: and the you venues I mean? are telling us. Like, this is something we haven't really talked much about, but the venues are kind of saying to to the agents and the bands, "Look, if you don't come back, we're going to remember the people that didn't." Oh shit! Oh yeah, so yeah. Because they're like desperate. A... They're like, "Look, you either come back and start doing some stuff, or don't, don't." They're you know,
1: like, "We got bands that will. If we got you bands won't, that will. And and we're going to remember
0: who helped us because we're dying." We
2: could... I'm not going to. I'm not gonna say the one group that I'm. How do they get control of the business? How do they get control of the venues and the merchandise and the fucking? Oh, just, that's the
1: other thing I've noticed. It's it's a huge merch percentage now. These places are taking. Yeah, they, they want, and all they're the way. gonna be eyeing, You know, they're gonna be looking. Every dollar. People don't
2: even know about that part of it. And they think they go to a Rolling Stones concert. And the reason why the shirts are 55 bucks, it's because the Rolling Stones are dicks. And it's like, no, the Rolling Stones are going to make their money. Yeah. <laughs> when FedEx Field is going to take 40% of all the merch. Yeah. You know, that's yep. the that's way right. that it is. Um, I, how do you guys feel about going out and playing live music again? I know We'll, so we'll be
1: fully vaccinated by then. Where, are already know, but COVID's there, impacted
2: so. you guys more than most, I feel. Well, it's kind
1: of to the point where it's like, we've given you a year of our life. Right. We have to go back to work. Yeah. Like, our fans have kept us afloat, you know, through our Patreon and through live streams, but, like, that's dwindling. Like, sure. people are kind of like, all right, we've done it f- for you for a year. Get your butt back on the road, yeah. you know what I mean? Get back to work. Them.
0: Even though, like, it's, it's crazy, man. So, so we, have, we have been working. Like, that's what's so wild, is we haven't been touring, but I feel like I've worked more this year than I ever have mm-hmm. on trying to keep myself afloat. And that, it, so... And it's like Breezy said, we—it's been a year, okay? But and we have done every single thing, right? We made sure that we were we were taking it seriously from the start. We have done everything right. Every restriction that we had to follow, we followed. And when we when we made our record. We we it was tough. We had to we had to do it through the COVID restrictions and, and safety protocols. We did it. We did everything right. We made our music videos. We, we were under restrictions. We could only gathered ten people. Everybody was 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 tested for the coronavirus. Everybody uh, you know by sort of like we scouts on her. to pay honor. for
1: everybody to test before they come. We have to pay for everybody to test afterwards. That ain't you know cheap. it ain't cheap. No, yeah. we so, lucked out because uh you know the Indiana kind of is doing it right, but like most of our guys don't live in Indiana, sure. so um you know we have to pay for them. Out of Where'd pocket. you get the laundromat?
0: The laundromat. So that's, that, awesome. that's that's an awesome story. So there's a, a little laundromat in 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 Brown County, a very tiny one. And I originally thought I could do it there because it's just kind of a little tiny laundromat. I figured they wouldn't care if we went in there one night and did it. And
1: we I, honestly thought about just <laughs> filming it and not even telling. not even tell anybody because yeah. it's open 24 hours. And we're like,
0: going here and just <laughs> no one just would know. Rogue. Yeah, yeah just, and
1: anyone who wandered in there would know just who just darn we are anyway. Yeah. They'd be yeah. like, yeah. okay, I'll be an extra. So I talked to
0: the the manager of the place, and I ended up getting in touch with the people that own it. And the woman that owned it uh, was a was a fan. It turned out, and she's like look, you can do whatever you want in that laundromat, but you should come look in Bloomington. We have another one. And it is probably more what you want. She said, it looks like, she said, everything's still like from the 1970s. Yeah, It's like you step back in time. She said, you ought to really see this. And it was funny because in my mind, I wanted a laundromat that looked like that, but she didn't really know, you know? But yeah. she just said, you should come look. So I went in and I walked in there. We masked up, went in there and i was like this looks like a movie set this is unbelievable it, i thought you built it for a little while
2: because no, i'm like crazy that's the way you would design a laundromat for a music video that's like exactly that. and we yeah.
1: wanted to make it like monochromatic so that it was like certain colors so we just like went in there and looked at the colors and we're like that's how we'll do everything we'll yeah. choose these colors then
0: yeah so for that video i'll tell you you tell me if, if you think that we, if we did it so the, the song for people listening is called ways and means and we i i wanted to have everything in a laundromat and i told everyone we're going to be shooting in a laundromat and they were all like that sounds like the most boring thing in the world right. and i'm like trust me it's gonna be great and i told breezy i said everyone's gonna be wearing the same colors and she said well what colors and i said i won't know until i get the laundromat because we're gonna match the laundromat so we get there and we get the laundromat and and there was there was multiple tables but the most uh most of them in there were those 1970s green and yellow color so that's the colors so everyone's gonna to match to that so i told tyler the, the our videographer i said okay the first few seconds are going to be like a Jason Statham movie. It's got to happen real fast. <laughs> I said, then we're going to do a walkthrough and it's going to be like Scorsese walkthrough. Okay. And I said, and then when it switches over, when the music starts now we're in the, in, in you know, sort of like wonderland. Sure. It's going to be Quentin Tarantino directs a Katy Perry video. Jesus. I said, that's what I want.
2: That's very specific.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I, I'm very specific like
1: that. No now it,
2: it makes a lot of sense, though, when what what I've seen the, the Unfortunately,
1: my whipped cream bra broke right before, <laughs> oh so we just God. had to do what we were going to do.
2: Whipped cream
0: bra? No, I'm Thank just God she's kidding. Remember Katy Perry had blood. that whipped cream? Yeah, Katy Perry had that whipped cream. That, yeah. that
1: what was fantastic. Where did you get those cream? pants,
0: by the way? So the, the pants were, uh, we, we started going around to uh, vintage stores and uh, just just trying to get clothes that were those colors max actually uh got a bunch of stuff that was uh white and he dyed them and mm-hmm. on his stove like in a in like a like an actual like pot on his stove you know like cooking clothes and he knew dye. how to do that
1: because his mom does like hippie tie yeah stuff.
0: so he knew how to do that so that was his job we had uh the the craziest thing is when you look at it that we made the fronts of the the dryer spin with this weird pinwheel look yeah so how we were going to do it. I, I told everyone that was going to have to happen, but I had no idea how to do it. So, my buddy Jim, and if you've ever, if you've ever seen the video for We Deserve a Happy Ending where the guys on fire came yeah. out of my house, well, Jim is the one that was on fire, right? I remember the story about that.
2: <laughs> and, and it's very, it's, it seemed like death was imminent at some yeah. point during that whole yeah.
0: thing. <laughs> but yeah, Jim, when we were shooting that, he's like, you know, Jim's uh, he's, uh, like the same age as my mom, but he could, he could, I've seen him climb a tree with just his arms, like the guy is just so fit. And he's like, man, I'm glad if someone's going to burn up, it's me. I've lived a good life. I'm like, Jim, please don't say that. We're not going to burn you up. I said, we're going to set you on fire, but yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. be unharmed. He goes, no, anything can happen, and if it's going to be someone getting burned up, it ought to be me. No I've hard lived a feelings, good life. No, I want you to know there's no hard feelings. I've lived a good life. I'm like, Jim, please don't say that. <laughs> so I told Jim, I was like, man, I've got to make these things spin on the front of these these uh, these dryers. I said I've got a design. I drew it up, you know. And and uh, we, Shane, our tour manager, printed them out on some foam core. And Jim ordered on Amazon the stuff to make these little engines, these little motors uh, with like battery operated. And so these things like just. Stick on there, they have fix on there, and then he had to get them started like an airplane, like an old fashioned airplane, like rev know, them up, yeah, rev them up, and then they would spin for thirty five minutes, and then the batteries run out, and we had to change the <laughs> batteries out. So we get in, we the, the the place was so good, they 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 let us close down. We went in Sunday night at what? they
1: didn't charge us anything, yeah, really nothing.
0: No, they're like, please come in, and do this. We want you to do it, man. That's awesome. I man. mean, the funny thing, we we don't have much money to rent it out, you know, but they they're making money, and there were people we had to turn away people, like that was like part of the thing. Like, hey, sorry, close for t- tonight. So we we got in there at 9 p.m. and we shot till about 3 a.m. and uh, just you know turned this laundromat into a set.
2: You know, it's also crazy. Is like if it was a restaurant or something, they could be like, "Well, your fans they'll want to go to the restaurant or the, what?" But what are they going to do? Go to a laundromat? And I wash will say their this: clothes? We've
1: had fans already go to it and take photo shoots at it and send us photos. <laughs> but are they washing? How are they making money off
2: of
0: yeah. it as well? Are they like washing sure. clothes yeah. in no, that I place. I don't think
1: so. I think they just want to support the arts. We're going to give kind of, them That's one cool. of our
0: signs we made, right? Have we done that yet? Yeah
1: uh no i don't we should do we we
0: have made sure we do do that because they but we have uh we they had these old signs in there that you know looked like they've been there since 1970. so i i matched those like i was just trying to make it look like you know that everything that we we brought in also fit in with what they had and belonged and it ended up being it ended up working i I think
2: i I called you uh paid you a compliment on this record i listened to you guys music a long time and um I like Brown County Bound, Brown County Bound. I like uh, Don't Grind It Down. Like I like some of your stuff that talks about real stuff, especially with where you're from, because I'm not as familiar, and I find it it's very enlightening, and they're also good songs. But I also like to have fun listening to music, which is why it's a good combination listening to you guys. The songs off this new album, and I, I didn't know how to say this without sounding like it's a backhanded compliment. They sound like I would just flip on the radio, and I'd be like, Oh, this is a catchy song like you, you guys have intense music and you kind of have a sound that you've cultivated we i know immediately what it is this sounds like music that it sounds like big damn Bam music but it also sounds like something that you would just be in a subway and it would come on and you would start tapping your foot i mean that is the highest compliment no, that's, because that's, drawing in a larger audience and a casual audience is something that is very difficult to do and i think a lot of people poo poo it because they can't do it um How is it different putting these songs together because they
0: definitely have a different feel than some of the other work you've done? Well, one of the the things that I do, and people, I I don't know if people say this or, or not when they're talking about their record, but I literally, every single day, I try to be better. So I wanna be a better singer, I wanna be a better guitar player, I wanna be a better writer of songs, I wanna be a better creator of music. So that means with this record, what I have done, like when you go back to our first record, there's no background vocals, there's no bridges and songs. It's all very much just like, you know, this is what we do. so So as things have progressed, as I've learned more, you know, because when we started doing this, man, I was a teenager. Right. I mean, I I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no formal training of any kind. I love music. I love blues music. And I just did it. Right. So over the years, I have just I've just forced myself to be better. So with with this record, I think and I, you know, I I think I I can confidently say it is uh, it's the most musical record we've ever done. Hmm. I think it is. I think it's the most. We musical. also
1: worried less about like being genre specific. Yeah, I, I, that's an th- issue we've always had because people are like, "What are you guys? Are you your blues? Are you country? Are you are you a punk rock? Are you whatever?" And it's like, man, we don't have to have an answer for that anymore. And like for like people younger than us, they don't they don't listen to music by genre no, now, anyway. They don't it's care. By don't feelings. even know what I mean, genre Torah is. Would anymore. probably be able to say that since he's. 12 years old, he knows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fair you enough. Know? But they don't like my niece does not listen to me. Mu- she doesn't go, Oh, I want to listen to this specific you know, right. genre. She's just like, I want party music. I want music. that's going to make me feel good. Or I want to listen to music. that's going to make me want to dance. That is an That's how they listen you're to you're right.
2: It. It's an interesting point. And some, it's
0: just, but I feel like everything's hip hop now. I just feel like country music, uh, popular. It's all
1: dance
2: yeah. music,
0: hip hop music. Well, you know, this is something I, I I say and I believe it. And people don't. Every American genre of music, at its core, at its root, is dance music. Hmm. So you go back to the earth, like country, bluegrass, blues, jazz, swing, rock and roll. What, you go back and back and back to the beginning of it, and it was all dance music for its core, you know. And that's that's really what people want. They want music to make them move. Now, if you can say something inspiring or whatever in, in the in the lyrics too, yeah. if you can if you can you know evoke an emotion that makes them feel something or be more empathetic to their fellow man, that's great too. But at the, end of the day, American music is dance music.
2: Could you tell Jason Isbell that, please? I mean <laughs> Other than bumming people out and just kind of
0: lecturing I everybody, think, I and whining. think he's
1: doing all right because we accidentally were sent his contract one time. Oh by our my label. god, I'd love oh, to hear man Yeah. <laughs> so oh my I've, goodness. Yeah. I weep every night. He doesn't know that, but we did,
0: that. and uh, it. it 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 made us feel very bad about ourselves. I just love people that are still
2: like, they view like Sturgill Simpson and like they view these guys as like underdogs still. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) No, no.
0: They're doing all right. They're doing fine. Yeah, Jason Isbell doesn't have to worry about anything. No, he does not. And his his children's children probably won't either.
2: I wish his music, see the one thing, this is going to sound weird. I always respected Aaron Lewis. And I'll tell you why. His songs were all very angry, all very, I'm upset. And then he got rich And all of his songs changed and life is fucking great. And now he's a honky tonk guy sitting there (laughs) on his front step because he's like, I'm just Because your life changes and then you're still acting like you're that angry. We're in corn and we're still really pissed. Well you're fifty and you're millionaires. Like I don't know that you're that angry anymore. I just like it when people kind of evolve a little bit. Maybe that'll
1: be the good one of the good things about COVID is like because artists have gone through like a tough year that maybe it'll bring a lot of great music. You maybe. Know I mean? Do you
0: know what I'd like to know? I, this is some someday I hope to find out what? what would happen to my music if I was that millionaire you're talking about. I'd be. I'd love to know what would happen.
2: Probably not. I
3: think
1: you <laughs> just, I'm willing to. I'm willing to take the you. sacrifice and try. I can try it. guarantee you that it, it'll be like hillbilly rich shit. You know what I mean? Like it'll be big. You guys
2: be big and rich. <laughs> that's what you guys to become eventually. Yeah. Don't you think he would just buy... Like that Charlie Patton guitar you're telling me about. You would just buy that guitar and then make music with it. I think I know you well I, enough I don't it.
0: think that... I, I've i been this way since I was four years old. Like, I've, I haven't changed Same much since I was four. So I don't think it would change me much.
2: But um, I don't know. The album's awesome. Um, you did the cover art for it, which is really yeah. cool. Is that... Something you wanted to do, or is it fiscally motivating? Well,
0: maybe a little A, a little B, okay. a little C. So I, I might have some work for you, breezy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> breezy. Sort of. Um, she she encouraged me. You know, well, she, Rev
1: has experience in it. I mean, the statute of limitations wore out, Rev made fake IDs when we were in college. That's how he paid through college. No oh, oh, my over. God. I can't
0: believe you're telling people That's this. Right. Well, this right is. All right. Well, we have to talk about <laughs> you something. You don't have to worry. This isn't this is on the radio anymore. That's right. true. <laughs> there ain't nobody hearing this. <laughs> well, so when, so when Breezy and I met, <laughs> yeah, you got to know, when Breezy and I met, her boyfriend before me was an NBA basketball player. Let's get him. And Where is he? So so then she hooks up with me. I am a fake ID dealer with a bunch of musical problems. Man, you went 180 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> the my direction. dad was real happy. Yeah, oh yeah. her God. family hated me, you know, and and uh, they love me now. But but that uh, we have a song on this on this record called "Dirty Hustling," and at the beginning of this pandemic, it's autobiographical. Know, apparently, it's, it is. So <laughs> at the beginning of this pandemic, I, I I everything has collapsed. We have no money coming in. We breezy was sick for almost a month. 102 temperature on and off. uh... You know, my, my dad's cousin was one of the first people that died of COVID. He was mm. the, the military veteran in Washington that was on the news. That was a cousin of my dad. It was just like everything was collapsing around us, and I did not know what was going to happen. My, I, my old man would call it nut-cutting time. Well, and I looked over it. at Breezy, and I said, Breezy, I said, we are going to be okay. I said, I will do whatever I have to do. I said, you know I ain't scared of dirty hustling. Try will get it done. And then, and then, it's, luckily, I never had to uh, to go back to, go back go to go the back ID to game. Yeah, I luckily, never had to we go never back. had to deliver all <laughs> ne- that heroin. Yeah, I so. never had to do. I, never had to, I was gonna. I was like, I'll go take this white van that used to haul musical equipment. I'll go out to Colorado <laughs> and I'll fill it up with a with a whole bunch the of the Dank devil's lettuce, and I will bring it back here. By God, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. I'm like Breezy, you are not gonna miss one meal. You we are not. You're, you're You don't worry. I will make it happen for us one way or another. Like I always have, one way or another. And uh, and, and then I, I
1: said, Rev, have you thought about maybe just live streaming a show? <laughs> Maybe, maybe not starting not, a Patreon. <laughs>
0: maybe starting in Montana definitely. You, there's a couple of websites that can help. But yeah. I, I went back home, and after I, oh, I forget what we were doing. We were out. Uh, we were like, going to the storage unit or something. I, I or maybe we, it was uh, we. I, I don't know. I forget what we were doing because we at the time like we, we were still like completely quarantined, and I mean like we weren't allowed to go anywhere, and we had f- uh, friends and family dropping off food on our porch, you know. So. Uh, but I think we were going to the storage unit to get something and because we were in Bean Blossom when I looked over at you in front of uh, Bill Monroe Park. And um, the, I, I, I said that and I went back home and Breezy went to sleep and I wrote that song, Dirty Hustlin'. And it, so instead, I, instead of having to go back to dirty hustling, I wrote a song about being scared I might have to go same back to thing. Dirty hustling. it's, so. you know,
2: it's going to put food on the table, even <laughs> if it's just. A song
0: I hope it about does. It. It's going to be our best music video we ever made. Is it when is I that one? So. When is that when
2: is the that
1: same day one? that the album drops? So April 9th, Friday. Oh, Monday. it's already in
0: the can. Is what you said. It, 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 it it's is, done.
1: It comes out. It like the video comes out the same day as the Man, whole great. album drops.
0: Breezy's so. never like this. She's the kind of person that sort of. Uh, I, she says that she poo poos things to keep me humble, but mm-hmm. she or to attempt. She thinks the video could. Change our lives. Really? She's it's, it's that good. For the I'm better just. or it, for the worse?
1: For the better, there is also going to be a lot of people angry.
0: Really? Uh, and Did you make shoes
2: with a drop of blood in them? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Apparently, <laughs> that makes people angry. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's, it, it's great that you can still piss people off with music and the devil and stuff. Yeah, sure. I, I don't like those shoes for the record, but I also like.
2: I, I, Marilyn He's Man- a genius. Also, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Marilyn I mean, Manson Alice and Danzig. Cooper, Ozzie, exactly. Ozzie oh, my Osborne. goodness. I'm like. Dude, this is you're getting played. Yeah, by the same thing. Yeah. Like, I He's
1: my, laughing his way to to the bank. Marilyn yeah,
2: Manson yeah. came out on the MTV Movie Awards, and I remember my dad jumping up off the ca- What the fuck? Is that? <laughs> and it's like it's gonna be all right, old man. It's gonna be fine. So I know that's funny. Um, people can pre-order the album still, or no?
0: They can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. until until April 9th I guess. Yeah, or, I mean you
1: can still order it. Are
0: we gonna stop pre-orders like a day or two before? or still. Are we gonna go right up until?
1: We'll do it all the way up too because we've got okay. until cool. we run out of the bonus gift we do on our website okay. at least. Right. I
2: saw it. It looks very cool. Uh, but. Also, I'll have copies of Commonwealth Dry Goods when it's out as well, which is very awesome. Um, As far as the tour goes and getting back into it on a regular basis, is there anything like, I don't, you guys have played so many dates. If I haven't been up on my feet for a while, it feels different and there's
0: different nerves. I'm a nervous wreck. Oh, okay. All right. He
1: is... An anxiety-ridden, horrible person. Really, right now. he is. He's lost <laughs> his horrible mind. Person. No, yeah, I mean, that's he... a little strong. <laughs> that's a little strong. No, isn't I'm scared it? to very death. Very strong. <laughs> Come to a show, and you may see a train wreck. Right he's now. a terrible person. No, but it's just we haven't been around people like yeah, this is yeah. literally the first thing we've really done seeing human beings. It's going to be weird. That's being crazy. On. Can I be?
0: Can I be Honored. very real for a second? Sure. Since we're over I mean, here with Chad Dukes, that's I think true. I can be real. Absolutely. I have never in my life felt like I, uh, two weeks ago I had a real, honest-to-goodness panic attack mm, I've had I, several I've never had one before but I knew what it was because I, I'm like well I'm not dying they're terrible this is though, what a panic they? attack is and I couldn't breathe and I'm, I was I was pacing around and I'm like reason I'm having a panic attack like this is happening and I think that it, it I mean it's just something to do with the stress of everything oh, the whole yeah. world and I I hope it's not something that is going to start happening to me because it really freaked me out like I hated it and there was almost nothing I could do for a minute. Like I had to just try. I kept trying to calm myself down, and there was really no reason. We were watching that damn uh, uh, documentary that Punky Brewster made. Rev Re- Re- had
1: it? a hard on for Punky Brewster when he was a kid, yeah. so In we watched. Won- <laughs>
2: It's a big, long line. She holds up. She's moon Moonfry.
1: But I think my, my, my wife, when I when I got
2: fired and then like everything was going horribly, I actually kind of was okay for the whole time. And then one day, I was just feeling just awful. My like, God, I just feel awful. She's like, well, there's a lot of latent baggage that is just there. And whether or not you acknowledge it, and I feel with, with COVID and with that not being able to go do stuff and see people you normally would, you're not necessarily, it's not like body blows, but it's just a weight that's constantly there. And every once in a while, you got to bleed that steam off by thinking you're having a heart attack. Well, I I just have felt like...
1: I'm just worried I'm not gonna be able to hold up conversation. You know what I mean? Because I'm it's, so used to talking yeah. to different people every day.
2: Yeah, and I it's never like, changed it. See, I don't. I'm a bit of a homebody. Like people come to me. So like, the COVID wasn't all that. Diff- the only thing that was difficult. Literally, is not going to shows and not yeah. going to
0: you know bars. Do you know stuff. how many people I talk to that are like, my life really hadn't changed. I've probably or really people changed are like, my, my life. It's a lot much.
1: better now. Yeah, there's, I don't have to go. To I want to work and be like, I don't I, have to see people, and I love it. The music industry's been devastated.
0: It has. It, I, I mean, if you look at at the, at the different industries that have been hurt by the coronavirus, music's one, it's gotta be ninety percent devastation. You can look up these bands, real numbers.
2: People who do merch. I mean, just everything. Absolutely. There
0: isn't a music business
2: hardly yeah. anymore.
0: It's insane. I tell you what,
1: our I, labels probably making a lot of money. They say people are streaming music more than ever. Also,
2: records records are exploding because people are just sitting at home looking yep. at collections. I mean, buying shit. The problem is. Who benefits? K-Bono for all this stuff. eBay, Amazon, yep. Walmart,
0: Spotify—the same people that,
2: that always benefit. It's just unbelievable. Like the rich get richer. Get yeah. ma- get mad at those motherfuckers. We are
1: doing a show somewhere near here in uh, in May. I don't think it's up on our website yet, but May.
2: Do you know May Fourteenth?
1: We're playing the Tally Ho. Are you really?
2: Yep. Holy shit! That is big news. When are yeah, tickets going to sell for that?
1: I think like this week. It's going to be up before the album drops. I know that he you said. Guys you guys dropping
2: knowledge. You guys so. sold the Tally Ho out for me once. So yeah, I appreciate and it's going to be that. a smaller. <laughs>
1: Capacity probably because I'm sure Virginia's got some damn rule about it. So uh, yeah, get tickets quick. That's a fun go venue, quick. man. I love, I love that place. I yeah, love that I really place. like yeah, it. Yeah, if so. I ever do
0: the jam. Our hope is, man, is this things go long? Like they're, they're, everybody's gonna have access to vaccines. Our, our band and crew is gonna be completely fully vaccinated. By they all them. are
1: now. Revan yeah, they are. are. We, shot, we are one shot. shot at, we're we one home, shot in. It.
0: So we have we have uh, you know there's a lot to be sort of thankful for and to look forward to. I, I I'm really trying to be hopeful right now. Sure. We have a new record that's out. We're excited about it. I'm trying to, to be positive. I'm trying not to have panic attacks. Yeah,
2: but you ain't whistling dicks either. Like, there's a reason to fucking feel that way because you're right. There's a lot of stuff. And a lot of people, by the way, like me, you had it and you like, you know, you have the, the antibodies built in. I, I can't even get the vaccine, by the way, for like another six months because of that. Yeah, It's yeah. like actually working against you. But I got to tell you, it feels great to not have to worry about it. I mean, you do feel vastly differently, but you try to be... For
1: me, I wish I knew for sure, because when, when I got sick, it was yeah. they, before they had the real tests and they, stuff. My so. brother
2: never tested positive, and they told him you definitely had it. Yeah, that's, just I mean, that's what they, they said to breezy. Yeah. breezy. I mean, has, I still have lung
1: damage. Breezy I still has, have scarring her, in my lungs. Her,
2: her
0: lungs are going to be scarred for the rest of her life. It's
2: 100% chance that's what happened. It stinks. Mm-hmm. But also again don't waste that on you it could be so much worse i mean oh, you guys yeah. know that firsthand excellent uh it's great to see you guys thank you it's so much you, we love being here buddy absolutely love seeing you anytime you want you're welcome i cannot wait to see you guys at the tally ho that's going to be tremendous uh guys go to bigdamband.com it's all great to do the spotify bit but buying the, the record is what helps the band so do that and then your facebook page is monstrous you guys are doing crazy live streams all kinds of likes go to the big damn Band facebook page and watch their live shows we'll take a quick break and then we are right back on the chad duke show you can always donate to the chad
3: duke show using the donate tab on chaddukeshow.com you'll help us keep improving the product and you'll earn yourself a verbal nod on the next episode we thank you for your support friendos
2: friendos it's your pal the shootster for my guy dave miller and tlc auto detail just had liza my beautiful red ford explorer st that's right i drive the st uh detailed at uh at tlc just a spectacular job they did It, it just makes me feel like a brand new car owner you get in and it's got the new car smell you just can't beat it the rims look good you just feel like you know i don't know man i get depressed when i can my gardeners exploded soda and dog hair everywhere it sucks uh they're the best uh, you got some uh, window tint coming to you it's gonna be hot out there man you fat guy like me you got to get some more of that, that protection against the sun's rays, give you a little more privacy. They can do that. They can do that at TLC Auto Detail. They do it all, man. Work on old cars, new cars, whatever you got. Just mention the, the Chad Duke show. And you're going to get a discount off whatever you get at TLC Auto Detail. Just go to tlcautodetail.com for more information, or, of course, you can follow them on Instagram. Yeah, do that right now. That's free. It's a free way to support them. Go to at TLC Auto Detail on Instagram. Dave mensch always supports the shows, so support him, friendos. I know Tor actually invested some time in uh, watching Godzilla vs. Kong. I got quite a few text messages. Now, let me ask you, Tor. Very late in the evening, you're texting me about Godzilla vs. Kong. Did you watch it sober? No. Good. Good. that makes it a much better viewing experience. I did not watch it sober either. But I don't want to spoil your opinion, but it sounded like you agreed with a lot of what I was lauding about the film, and you also agreed with a lot of the criticisms.
3: Yes. Uh, I was not drunk, though, when I was watching it. We came up here, we had uh, a few beers, and then we had a bit of uh, a, bit, a bit of drink at the end, and then went home. And it, That drive, it kind of takes that butt. It, it takes it all off Yeah, Sure. And then I go home, I'm like, all right, let's load this up. Uh, you know, good and dry so let's let's watch it and couldn't dry I'm watching it and I'm like Dukes is right about every single thing in this movie and I you know I I go in with a clean slate I'm not going in with the the blanket of of your uh, analyses right but when I'm watching it your criticisms on the people and then your uh the fights everything it was you were spot on and it was an almost an out of body experience where I'm like he called it. He yeah. Was like, Everything was right.
2: Well, generally, I'm not, I've am not. i been wrong for so long, but I'm going to be right tonight. I, I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of corny movies. I'm generally right about movies like this, is what I would say. I'm sure there's a lot of nuance if you're watching artsy films or indie films or what have you. But when it comes to monsters slugging it out and breaking skyscrapers, I'm generally going to get it right. Um, here's what I know I have right. I got nothing against the dude. I don't know how old he is. Um... I got nothing against him earning a living and being in movies and getting work. I, I don't know his background, but your boy, um, the fat kid from, um, what is it? From um, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool 2. Have you seen Deadpool 2, by the way, Tor? No, I have not. That's interesting. Uh, I didn't. I probably should not have asked that question. Um, he, he's the worst, and I don't know, like... I don't even think it's his fault necessarily. I, I think that Shia LaBeouf earlier in his career was kind of cast in these annoying over the top roles. Uh, if you go and watch, I watched Constantine again recently with Keanu Reeves. Constantine is a very underrated comic book movie, by the way, it's before the MCU. Uh, it's a little darker. It's corny. Um, and there's some bad stuff in it. Like uh, Gavin Rosdale's in it. And I, I like Gavin Rosdale, but he's, he's not a very good actor. Um, but Tilda Swinton is Gabriel, and there's just a bunch of stuff in it that's actually pretty cool. Uh, they have a big showdown between Constantine and the devil at the very end, and the devil is the nihilist, and uh, your boy from Fargo, and they don't throw one punch. It's it's crazy, this movie. It's ahead of its time. Anyway, the, the reason why I bring it up is Sheila LaBeouf is in that movie, um, and he's also in I Robot with uh, Will Smith. Exact same character. Really annoying, over-the-top, he even says the character's the protagonist's name way too much. He says Spoon 355 billion times in iRobot, and he says John 355 billion times in this fucking movie. So, I only bring that up in that I don't know if the fat kid from Deadpool 2 is actually a really good actor, I have no idea. Here's what I know, in Deadpool 2 and in this movie, he is a 0 out of 10 and re- is, is really goddamn annoying, but even your bun that's uh, the bald-headed girl from uh, Stranger Things, 11, she's horrible in this movie, and I think she's a pretty damn good actress from what I saw in Stranger Things. That was her in this movie? That was her. You it, had no idea, The high they school kid? It. That was the high school kid. That was the girl. Bun. Oh, no. Uh, it's just a horrible movie for humans and, uh, Ugh. oh, now what are you, you're more upset now? Yes.
3: You know, I, I, I had no, I had nothing, I had no beef with the stranger kids things. I had no beef with them.
2: But you, okay, but you saw how terrible, I mean, but, but again, maybe they wrote her that way to be the,
3: the passionate high schooler that's going to travel across the country and dig out the secrets yeah, I think it's of this a- corporate, it's so annoying. That, that, I, it's just I don't
2: know it's a terrible script and I, and I go back to a lot of those DC movies I mean just the problem is like you can only do so much if the script is horrible and the script is horrible and I, I don't even care like people are like what do you need a big a great script for for uh for Kong versus Godzilla I don't but don't give them 90 minutes of the movie <laughs> right. like they' tour how much time do they invest like trying to develop those insipid characters I don't I, you, I also I didn't mind uh
3: brian tyree henry who was the uh, sector two engineer who did the podcast okay i liked his podcast and he was always out of breath
2: yeah that uh, was that, the, the that, guy the, the black guy with the coveralls and the yeah. conspiracy theories he, he he's also, great he, he's what in is everything he in? i don't even know what he's in uh,
3: he's he stars in atlanta with donald glover and okay then, uh, he's in every movie I, I um he's good he was a cop in one movie I.
2: Can't but even know. his i mean even his yeah. a lot of his stuff that he's working with is you know terrible like as far as the lines and the script, don't, don't get yeah. bogged down in minutia. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What I'm saying to you is that it's not that I need the characters to be fleshed out and important in a movie like that, but then don't overdo it with them. And I think in Pacific Rim, they toe the line of, okay, it's pretty bad script. It's kind of corny, but we don't have to sit here and, and deal with this for a majority of the movie.
3: I, the only character I didn't mind was the kid because she was talking to
2: Kong. Yeah, but she's in the movie for 15... She's completely inconsequential. You're talking about a little girl yeah. with a doll? Yeah. She's in the movie for 10 seconds. I don't know. She gets him to get down to Hollow Earth. I just love the fact that they're like, I can't believe that you taught Kong sign language and I've been trying to teach Kong sign language for 10... Fuck off. Yeah, he's smarter than you. He doesn't trust you. He knows not to trust you, dum-dum. She's the chick that, by the way, uh, backdoored uh, Ben Affleck in the town. That's why I don't trust her. Oh. Another movie you haven't That's seen. That's
3: what she's from. No, I've seen... I saw the town. You
2: saw the town? Yeah that's a good movie. Um, but what did you think about that? Uh, the two monster fights at oh, the very end. Oh
3: my god! <laughs> Bro, I, it was my first time seeing Mecha Godzilla. I thought Mecha Godzilla versus Godzilla. I'd watch that for yeah. 20, another twenty minutes. I don't know when he starts ripping Kong starts ripping the arms off of that that robot. I I, I might have had two two fists in the air, pounding them up.
2: I uh, I didn't want to spoil it when I saw it, but I think I feel comfortable now. People have had a, a while to watch this movie now. I thought I was the one that was bitching about why do you need Mechagodzilla. It was perfect. The fact that they were done beating the snot out of each other. You had the moment of detente where Godzilla, by the way, I'd like to point that out. Godzilla wins the fight. Godzilla beats Kong. And then the way that they put, make Kong look strong is they put then Kong over Mechagodzilla after Mechagodzilla had been fighting Godzilla for about 20 minutes. I love the end, but if that's pro wrestling, that's making Roman look strong after Godzilla had already pinned him one, two, three. Just so we're all clear.
3: Yeah, I, but I don't know that axe with the Godzilla freaking spine p- plate and the, the Godzilla glowing spine plates. As good as it gets, I, I think in any CGI, any aesthetic that I've
2: seen in a, in a monster movie. By the way, how many times did he get shot by? Um, uh, missiles as he's swimming through the ocean. Like, yeah. why did he ever come up out of the ocean? Because every time those big spines went up like jaws, he's getting blown up by by jets. The jets were very cool. Humans had no chance against any of these fucking things. No uh, Mecha Godzilla was cool, mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, they really made him a little OP. They had to. He comes up after they'd all fought each other. And I got to say, every time that they t- started working together, Kong Godzilla, I popped. Like, yeah. whenever, like, <laughs> Kong would come in with the big save and grab the mouth, and then you know it's just every time that they would bail each other out, I was like, yeah, yeah. So uh, look, if I gotta sit through ninety minutes of trash to build up to that moment, I'm willing to sit through ninety minutes of trash. and That's why I recommend people see the movie. I recommend they see it in the theater. There's enough satisfying moments in the movie
3: to make it worth it. When when Kong crushes the the hoav or whatever it's called hoav when they're when they're shooting
2: hoav as well. The poor man say party like it's my birthday. <laughs> with that
3: terrible chick the daughter of Apex or whatever and
2: you just- when young Hoav shows up with Memph Bleak and they smoke in that la 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 like, I couldn't even believe it I didn't even think that was going to happen in that movie if Benny Siegel showed up oh my god I would be so fucking I'd be so hype if you're feeling hungry go check out the show's presenting sponsor Monk's Barbecue
3: in Percival, Virginia you can follow Monk's on Twitter and Instagram at Monk's
2: that's at Monk's on Instagram and Twitter It's the Shootster for Texas Trays. You guys know I love Texas Trays. Oh, shit. It's Friday. I'm going to be working at Commonwealth Dry Goods all day on Saturday, and we have got loads of Texas Trays. We got all the flavors, man. We got Chipotle. We got spicy. Uh, If you can't get into Commonwealth Dry Goods, go to texastrays.com right now. Use my promo code DUKES5 at checkout for a discount off your entire order. Friendos, these are deliciously small batch made right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Crunchy cattle style tortilla chips he calls them salsa shovels and he should because you can shovel that salsa right down your fat cake hole they are delicious gluten-free uh, multiple flavors all you gluten-free people can brag about eating texas trays look at you look at you look at you um, they got all the great flavors they pair so well with queso guacamole whatever it is you dip it in even the, the french onion whatever your dip is your proclivities texas trays go to texastrays.com right now use the promo code dukes5 and get a discount off your order they are the best tortilla chips in total el mundo so points bet are you familiar with points bet
3: i am i'm not
2: they do all kinds of projections um for uh you know what's over-unders uh gambling spreads things of that nature and they went through the nfc south and they did the over-unders uh, and they did the projections on what they thought was going to take place um they did the NFC South, which, of course, you're a big Falcons fan. Also, did you see that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers kept all 22 starters from the Super Bowl team? How is that possible?
3: I don't know. They, they did whatever the Chiefs did last The Chiefs retained 21 last year. I and think.
2: what happened? The Chiefs, well, I forgot what happened. They and went what, back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know how you do that. Um, I guess you have to have Tom Brady uh, and Bruce Arians in that offense and be able to uh, win the division from the wild card slot in your first year. But um, the over/under on wins with uh, 17 games, by the way, keep that in mind. Torn, 17 games, 11.5 is the over/under for Tampa Bay. How does that sound? Low. Think that sounds low? It sounds low. I'd bet the over. Yeah. Now, I know you could say that they were, you know, they were able to duck a lot of injury bugs uh, last year, but also Tom Brady was learning the system for the first, I would say, two thirds of the season.
3: I'm pretty sure that the NFC South is playing like the AFC
2: South and the NFC East this year. Okay. So
3: that should be four wins in the NFC East. And that should hey, be...
2: Hey, easy. We gave them a game for God's sakes, you he's, sum he's,
3: bitch. Three wins in the AFC South. So that should be seven off rip in, in your scheduled
2: non-conference. 11.5 is the over under for the Buccaneers. What do you think the over under for the Saints is, the defending NFC South champions? Eight. Nine. Nine? Nine. Four straight seasons with at least 11 wins. Um... Florio says he, wasn't, he doesn't expect them to go ten and seven or worse. Now they don't have Drew Brees. Drew Brees has retired, but they, you know, Sean Payton is still there. Alvin Kamara is still there. Michael Thomas is still there. Cam Jordan is still there, uh, and the rest of the division. Well, let's go through that. What do you think the Carolina Panthers over under win total is? Six, seven and a half. What? That that seems. Oh,
3: they must cut, They must. Somebody there must know they, they're getting somebody big.
2: Maybe. You're saying Deshaun Watson I, with his 28 accusers, whatever the fuck that it is at this point. Who else is there left big to get?
3: Maybe they're trading up in the draft. I don't know. Seven and a half seems rather okay, high. Okay, but seven
2: honest. and a half for 17 weeks. So that would be six and a half last year. Yeah. Is that still high?
3: they also lost Curtis Samuel. Their number one wide receiver is Robbie Anderson. Maybe they get McCaffrey back. He's healthy this year. Maybe maybe seven Teddy Bridgewater
2: is still the quarterback as far as I know.
3: I, yeah, I like Teddy. That's fine with me.
2: Where do you think the Falcons are at? If the Panthers are at seven and a half and the Saints are at nine?
3: I Are they at six? Is that seven. Seven?
2: Seven. God. Pro Football Talk says both of those seem high. <laughs> e,
3: okay, so here's you know, no, that's perfect, actually, because Atlanta. Nobody's gonna see him coming. <laughs> exactly.
2: Nobody's gonna see the Atlanta Falcons until they're ripping shit.
3: They're a grape, right? What? Atlanta is a grape. They're a, a- grape. Delicious when in grape
2: form. You like? And there's a Are you gonna bleep that? <laughs> Joe, there's a lot of writing going down on that pad right now.
3: Atlanta is like the grape, like a grape. Whereas when it's not in the sunlight, delicious. But when uh, the media and the light turns on to it, it turns into a disgusting, shriveled up raisin. Oh, you don't like raisins? No, I love raisins. Raisins can go screw.
2: They can go screw. I like raisin everything. Like I like raisin bran. I like uh, cinnamon raisin toast. Okay, I like yeah. Okay, you like that? I do. You, do. you like oatmeal raisin cookies? Yeah. then you like raisins, Tor. But plain raisins stink. I'll eat a box of sun-made raisins right now in front of you. Uh-huh. Have the, I'll have the dyer afterwards, but I'll still do it. <laughs> I'll do it just to prove a goddamn point.
3: The analogy being, Atlanta being in the dark... Is much much better than everybody gassing them up, saying they're going to win the NFC South. Yeah, but isn't Look that better for every offense. team?
2: I mean, that that means you can't win in the spotlight. It means you're not made of of stronger stuff. It means you're not built different, as you like to say.
3: You took the words right out of my mouth. Atlanta's right. not built different. They got to sneak teams, up on people. Yes, yeah, some teams. Uh, what, what what was it? Dallas that one year uh, when they made the, the last time they made the playoffs. They were in the light the whole time, and they still made the playoffs. Uh, they, that was they, the Des Bryant year. Yes, and mm. then um, didn't they make it one year with Dak? I thought they did.
2: I don't know. I'll take your word for it. They never make the playoffs. so
3: Green, I, Gr- Green Bay is the same way. They can handle everybody saying they're good because they are good and they're going to make the well, playoffs. But then
2: they immediately croak all over themselves in the postseason virtually every single year. Sure. So I don't know if that's the truth. <clears throat> um, I don't know why anyone is surprised that people do not believe in Taysom Hill. Um, The only people that believe in Taysom Hill are Sean Payton, Saints fans, and Taysom Hill. And then I saw plenty of them saying that they would have preferred to give Jameis Winston the keys for the same reason why you would prefer to give any other pocket quarterback the keys. The problem is we get bogged, uh, bogged down so much with like uh, the social stuff when it comes to quarterbacks. And is this person getting a shot in this? The, the pocket quarterback with the laser rocket arm that can get the ball down the field, give me that quarterback ten times over ten over the shifty, make a miss, I'm going to have 12 carries a game, also take 11 hits a game type of – I don't care how exciting or fun or dynamic that quarterback is, one can have a 20-year career in the NFL and the other one cannot unless they're a huge anomaly, Russell Wilson. uh, Maybe you characterize Aaron Rodgers like that. I don't know. Um, But for me – I don't know why anyone is surprised that no one believes in the Saints because, first of all, all the Saints do now is lose in the postseason. So even if they're going to be a wildcard team and win the division, nobody has any faith. All of that mystique for the Superdome, gone. People go in there and win all the time in the postseason. I think this is spot on. I mean, the headline of this is surprisingly low projected 2021. And Tor, quite frankly, I think that's symptomatic of something we've talked about many times on the show, just how low people were on Drew Brees because we're enamored with the deep ball. And if you can't throw the deep ball like you can't the long ball on baseball, you know, mouth breathers just don't see the value in a slap single. Well, Drew Brees was hitting a shitload of slap singles still while he was out there being the quarterback of that team. And it's going to, Nobody else has had to do that. So I, I think because people were so low on Breeze, they're surprised now when they see, oh, wow, everyone's not just in love with this team without Drew Breeze.
3: I believe that's where Baker Mayfield took the big step up this year, is that he stopped playing for every game. Every play is going to be the, game, uh, the game-winning the game touchdown. Sure, it's I'm going to throw it 15 down, yards down the field, and it's not going to go farther than that, and it's just going to be completion out of bounds, or he's going to slide and catch it and that's a big growth trait for him because when he came in he was going to be a scrambler, athletic, he's going to be uh, the better Johnny Menzel, he's going to be like this but he can still throw deep. Last year what I saw from him was more pocket discipline. He wasn't forcing it down the field uh, like like some quarterbacks who just have the rocket arm do. Josh Allen, incredibly talented, probably top seven in the league. I'd give him seven or six right now and just pure quarterback who I'd want playing quarterback for my team. He'll chuck it down the field, but he also has that same discipline. I cannot have a, a quarterback that is just going to take those risks on risks on risks.
2: Josh Allen also has ridiculous weapons all over the field. Yeah. Um, the problem with Breeze is that people don't want to compare him to Alex Smith, but it got to be the same thing as Alex Smith, where it, Alex Smith is completely unwilling to take those risks going down the field. Drew Breeze was physically unable to do it. So yeah. there's a limit to which you got to somehow figure out a way to combine the two. And I think one of the reasons why you saw Russell Wilson start as an MVP candidate and take a step back with the less let Russ cook movement is because he lost that. He was trying to make too many plays and turning the ball over way too much. If you can find that juicy medium, if you're a guy that has the ability to do that, it's why Jameis Winston finds himself continuing to sign one-year deals is because he's still got to go back and prove that he's that guy. If it were your call and you said, hey, Jameis is going to be the quarterback, do you think this win total is different? Higher or lower?
3: Uh, Jameis, I'd give him, the said at a nine and a half. Nine. Um, I'd give Jameis nine wins. I really do. I think Sean Payton uh, might be able to get some out of him, give him, give him the offense that he needs. That's nine.
2: nine and eight. That's slightly above 500.
3: Yeah, that's where I see Jameis at.
2: What are you giving him with Taysom?
3: Seven and ten.
2: See, I agree. I, I think if Maybe. you to, if you told me Jame, Jameis Winston was the starter from the jump, this sounds about right. I think what they're going to have to do now is they might win the first game tour. They might win the first three games, and then the defenses are going to adjust. And I think there's a limit to what that what that dude can do. And he's by the way, isn't he like thirty one, thirty two? Like he's older than you think that he is. Yeah. Also, I think defenses will adjust. They're going to have to go through a swoon, and then they're going to have to realize, oh, now we need to make a switch of quarterback. And by that point. Who knows? Maybe Tampa Bay is you know six and two, and you're already losing control of the division.
3: They're gonna hit the run out of them. That's what the defense is gonna do because it's not like Lamar Jackson, who is never gonna take that massive shot. He's just too slippery. At least maybe for the next three years,
2: he takes they, a lot of shots though, man.
3: Yeah, I. But it's never what they're gonna do to Taysom Hill, is like how they tackle running backs. But the running back doesn't have to get up the next play and throw the ball. So what they're gonna do, they're just gonna continuously crush him and crush him and crush him. Because he's not that slippery. Strong runner? Sure. Uh, Can he hit you with a stiff arm or maybe one juke? Yes. But he's going to get crushed, and then he's going to be sitting there thinking, okay, now I actually have to throw the ball 40 times a game. How are we gonna do this?
2: Can't do it. Um, and look, there's only been one quarterback that I've seen that's been able to run that way and take that punishment and just keep up and keep doing it, and that's been Cam. Yeah. But then when he loses his physicality, we see, you know, what happens. It'll be interesting to see they spent a shitload of money on weapons for Cam Newton in New England this year. It will be interesting to see if he can play better. And of course, you know, the Jimmy Garoppolo stuff is still looming around out there. Maybe that's the big news that we don't know yet, Tor, that the boys in the desert know is that Jimmy G's Carolina bound. And that's why they're giving him an extra win and a half or something of that nature. Uh, I don't know. What do you might? I always wonder what it feels like to have a shitload of money. Like, if you want to, you never have to work again. But your team, it's not like they cut him, Tor. They made a trade that just lets the whole world know they don't want him. And the only reason he's still around is because they have a contract. I wonder what it can't feel good. But can you get past it by looking, you know, at your Maserati and your, you know, pool in the backyard and your dime piece that you, you married to? Like I don't know, whatever else you would console yourself in. I always wonder how those guys feel in those moments when they have a massive contract that people are just trying to get out from underneath.
3: There's a lot of for that exact situation. You look around and you say, "This is a damn good life that it I've is. Had. It's a great life." But you have as this ultimate competitor in the NFL. There's a level of pride, not arrogance or cockiness it's a level of like human man pride sure you guys don't want me you're telling everybody you don't want me you don't think i can do the damn thing and that's gonna stick with you more than how good your life is right now that's just how this i I, some guys can just operate say hey it's the business is the business but in the back of their minds i have to assume that's what they're thinking is this still
2: sucks my perspective would be there's guys out there doing jobs they absolutely can't stand for that's i mean for I don't want to say I can't stand when I was doing sports talk radio because that's not fair, but I didn't enjoy it. Right. But it was always so irresponsible. Every time I had thoughts of like, well, maybe I, could, I can make a change. To something. I'm like, think about people that have to work real jobs, shit jobs, not get paid all that much and still are doing it because that is the way they're making a living and providing for their family. Like you have such a leg up. Jimmy Garoppolo, it must be, you know, he must be bummed out quite a bit in that situation, knowing that his team, they went to a Super Bowl and they've decided your services are no longer required. That's the part of of sport that I can't ever get around. It's like all the money and all the fame and the adulation, like the second you lose a step, everybody is just finished with you from the fan bases to the organizations on down. It's like you are a discarded commodity. And that's like a different type of ego blow than just being like, you know, let go at your 9 to fiver.
3: I have – it's – I thought Jimmy Garoppolo played well in San Francisco. Whatever, did he make – He played well enough. Did he make enough uh, – do people forget that it's a a game of constant improvement? The only regression that players are going to face, and that's in uh, non-quarterback positions, is physical regression because they've gotten the the hell beaten out of them playing the game of football. Hmm. Quarterbacks – they're kind of in a constant state of of improvement. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a great example this last year with Miami. Did anybody think he was going to get a win when he tried it out there? No. But he's been in the league for 14 years, whatever it is, and he got them five wins, and just because he knows the game enough to get them that many wins, Garoppolo's still under 30. So I, I don't get the whole bad rap. I mean, yeah, it's it's very, very odd.
2: It- I think some of it is warranted, and I think some of it is got to watch all 17 games, 16 games. Do you know how many times I'd have to go through, but Kirk Cousins threw for 4,200 yards and 28 touchdowns? And that's a very difficult thing to argue against, Torres. Like, you look at those numbers, like, well... It's got to be somebody else's fault. Like, it's got to be. But then you look at it a little deeper, and it's like, okay, he'd rather take a sack than throw an incompletion because of his digits. And, you know, how many of these yards were when they were already down 17 points in the first? I don't know. It's not as easy as all that. But I think the arguments of, well, they were in the Super Bowl. Right. But but let's take a look at that defense. You know, let's take a look yeah. at what those running backs were able to do, what the yards after the catch added up. I don't know. It's tough. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want. I Here's how weird it is. I'd be okay with Washington taking a flyer on Sam Darnold as a fan, but I wouldn't want them bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. And I feel like that's a very weird sentence to try to just explain to somebody that's a casual NFL fan.
3: Is that because Darnold's gotten dealt literally nothing his entire yeah. time
2: in New York? I think he's played for the worst franchise maybe in all of sport. Uh, I watched him play several times where he definitely showed flashes of being a guy. And I think if he could sit and have some consistency and be able to learn in a system with a good head coach. Now, are you going to learn from Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke? I don't know. Um, but I would be okay with them taking that risk. Uh, then I think we know what Jimmy Garoppolo is, what the ceiling of his potential is. Do we think he would go to New England and win Super Bowls for them? I certainly don't. I think he would go there and win games.
3: But. At the same time, it's up to Belichick to create the team around him, like he did with Brady. Sure, Brady, uber talented. Brady leaves. We see that Belichick didn't make the playoffs. He still built the team around the guy, and he always had a top ten defense with him.
2: Here's the only thing that's going to matter in the AFC East over the next three years: Mm -hmm. is if Tua Tagovailoa can take two steps forward. Because if he can't, the door is slammed shut. Like the gate is shut. It is the Buffalo Bills' division now. They got a young quarterback. They got a young team. They can play defense. They probably have the best home field advantage in the NFL. Like I, I just don't know. The Patriots have slipped too far to get back there unless they somehow finagle their way into a situation to have a top-ten quarterback again in this league, and I, I don't think they're going to have enough ammunition to do that. So, I don't know. A lot to overcome there.
3: Make sure you sign up for the Chad Duke Show mailing list on chaddukeshow.com. Be the first to know what's happening on the program and maybe even win a prize or two. We promise we won't fill up your inbox with tasteful nudes. Well, we promise we'll truly make an effort not to.
2: Solid segments, man. Hope you guys are enjoying it. If you are, even if you don't want to fork over any cash on the barrel head, any ducats, any scrilla, any cash, any cheddar, any bread, um, yeah, just leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Greatly appreciate it. And if you've got a friend that's like, Oh, I used to listen to Dukes. Well, go ahead and... Just slip them this. Be like, hey, you can listen to him right here for free each and every week if you like. So that's fun stuff. Um, I'll tell you what isn't free, tour losing and gambling. But um, we can make all that better. My bookie, tremendous partner of the Chad Duke show, MyBookie.ag. My promo code is Duke. so will match you up to, I think, a grand tour. Basically, it's free money. Um, and it, this is a great time to get into gambling. Here's another part towards gambling becomes more pervasive, why it's a good time to be on MyBookie. Never been more information, never been more podcasts, radio shows, websites based on getting you information on what to gamble. That's why it's even more baffling that you continue to lose the way that you do.
3: Yeah. uh, Update. Uh, Dukes sitting at four for six. Still at the 66%. I don't think
2: four for six is the right way to put it. I think uh, think you want to say that I'm four and two. Four and two. Yeah, Yeah. That is my official record. I've speculated on other bets that have come through and haven't gone through. I was gonna bet on that MMA fight on Wednesday night. Eddie Alvarez and Demetrius Johnson were fighting, and they both lost. And I would have bet on them both. Both of those gentlemen. So I'm glad those weren't official picks for your pal.
3: And then, um, can
2: I get a timpani for this? One? Oh, you like wow! Well, some production. We're, we're, we're ten 10 bets now for Tor. Ten bets. They call them Teddy. Ten bets. That's what they call Tor. Tori Tor, ten bets. I'm uh, two and ten. Oh, or, Jesus. Or, You've I, slipped right off again, the Schneid? Or I'd be 2-8 and eight, then. Why don't you know how to do that? I don't understand. You've been around sports your whole life and sports gambling your whole life.
3: Houston basketball has all the tournament, the entire tournament. Defense, they're so good at defense. Oh, the Cougars or the Rockets? De- uh, the the Cougars. Okay. De- Dejon Giroux, man. He's fighting through injury. It's all going to be good. Kel- Kevin, Kelvin Sampson, he's got he's the best schemer in all of college basketball. They got run up and done up by Baylor so badly. And I just needed him to cover. I didn't have him winning.
2: Mm. Didn't happen.
3: No he Just complete. Just. I'm just watching them all year. Like, man, they're coached up really well. Uh, they can still score. They're aggressive. They're gritty. Baylor, who just three weeks into the season, you didn't even know if they're going to finish the season. They come out and they just. They, obviously, they win it all.
2: A lot of excuses. Are you telling people, like, are, when you're giving people advice now to gamble, is it ironically because you've done so much losing, or are you actually telling people to gamble? Like, do you think your logic is still there and that these should be winners?
3: Now I'm starting to get angry. Um, I'm becoming an angry gambler. Oh, that's never good. I'll be attacking the audience with this bet. Oh, good. We're going anti-DC this weekend. Oh, uh i taking. This is going to be a parlay. Uh, we're taking the Dodgers against the Nats okay. money line, and we are taking the Warriors against the Wizards money line. Is this out of spite? It's out of spite, yeah. It's a spite bet. And it's just, you know, I'm doing badly, and it's not the listener's fault. So now you're
2: rooting against the home teams because you're a poor gambler. Yes. Okay. I appreciate your transparency
3: so we'll take that parlay
2: most people don't get that much honesty so does that count as one bet then so you can only yeah. potentially lose one bet this we're, week we're doing one bet
3: but if they both lose I'll put that as two two lost bets also okay, even though it's all going into one, uh, one whatever unit you're now playing. are you
2: going to gamble on Wrestlemania at all you know what, I'll, I'll gamble on anything. I like gambling on Wrestlemania <laughs> on my bookie. It is a lot of fun. But yeah, you can bet. You go to MyBookie.ag you don't have to just lose by taking tours picks. You can bet on NASCAR, Mixed Martial Barts, uh, NHL, UFC <laughs> uh, Baseball The Masters! All the Masters going on right now. All of it. You can do all of it. God, you know how good it feels to wake up and not even realize the Masters are going on. Oh! Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth, and that's not having to care about March Madness or the Masters. But if you do, I love you. More pimento cheese sandwich stick, please. God, I love <laughs> it every year. Don't ever change. Oh, you nonsensical, uncreative sports types. You're just the absolute pits. But not my bookie. They're the best. Use the promo code DukesMyBookie.ag great supporters of the show what a week tour all right let's beckon everybody in let's get you in here let's huddle up come on and put our hands in the center here we're all going to be around tonight for the hootenanny and if you missed it just check us out on fridays we don't do them every friday but we do them most fridays generally giving away prizes too so uh, facebook.com slash chat duke's show if you'd like to be a part of that more free content for ye the listener uh, I will say this will be the most content production put out
3: into the into the, our, our show per week because oh. we had two UFO shows. We
2: next one dropping tomorrow on Saturday. That's right, the UFO show that we did with uh, Reverend Peyton and Pete Evick is already up for subscribers, and the original, the OG that I did back for the Big O and Duke's website. We're putting that up on Saturday for subscribers. You did your Japanese technical animation sex porno uh show.
3: Yeah, that released on Thursday and it's already released. Been... Don't say release. It, Gross. It, it's been it's
2: been met with the blowtorch, uh, as it should have. Oh really? And then uh. Do people like it? I have not seen any of the feedback. I noticed you didn't tell me any of the feedback. Are people being mean about it? Where are they being mean? Oh, in the emails? Oh, it's just it's what it's, it's what I expected It is what it is. <laughs> and then Sunday we'll have the hoot uh,
3: edited up and posted.
2: Yeah, subscribers get the audio of the hoot nanny on Sunday as well. So you're getting if you subscribe to the Chad Duke Show, chaddukeshow.com, you're getting seven days of content this week.
3: Yep, seven days of content, like nine episodes.
2: Cranking it up, and the episodes are shit, man. They're all like ninety minutes this week too, so it's good stuff. All right, thank you so much for the support, friendos. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hopefully, we see some. Hopefully, we see some of you for the Chad Duke Show Friday night hoot to nanny. Many thanks to Monk's Barbecue for being the founder of the feast and if the good lord is willing in the creeks don't rise we'll meet you back here friday night roll Roll out the trash cans